Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Megillah daf Yud Aleph. We are holding on daf Yud Amid Beis. We are at the third of the 17 ways that different Tanayim and Amarayim would start darshaning the Megillah. We are about five lines before the lines get wide again on daf Yud Amid Beis at Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi Pasach Apiskalai Parshas Me'acha. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. We thank him very much for the sponsorship. So we're going to continue in all of these different ways of opening up the drushos of the Megillah. We're going to talk about HaKadosh Baruch's attitude towards the downfall of the Rishayim. We're going to talk about how the Gezerah against Klal Yisrael was made on account of Bittul Torah. We're going to have a variety of drushos about the name of Achashverosh and what the name signifies. We're going to discuss why the Megillah says, who Achashverosh? What does the word who add? And then we're going to talk about all of the different people that at some point in their lives were that their reign extended over the entirety of the world. We're going to talk about Shlomo HaMelech and why it is that he doesn't seem to make that list, even though it does seem that his Malchus ran over the entire world. And then we're going to talk about Balshatzar and Achashverosh and how both of them made some sort of mistake in their Cheshbon in terms of their rituals toward, uh, toward Klal Yisrael. So let's begin. Again, we are at uh, Rabbi Yishuah ben Levi. So says the Gemara, Rabbi Yishuah ben Levi, Pasla Bizchalai Parshasa Mehacha. Rabbi Yishuah ben Levi started his drashos on the Megillah from the Pasuk in the Tochecha and Parshas Kisavo, where the Pasuk says, Vayikashar Sos Hashem Aleichem Lehetiv Eschem Kein Yosis Lohara Eschem. So what does it mean, Kein Yosis Lohara Eschem? Umi Chadi HaKadosh Baruch Bebalasun Shal Rishayim Sos Hashem take joy in the downfall of the Rishayim Vahaksiv, but doesn't the Pasuk say Bitzais Lefnei HaKolotz Vahomer Modla Hashem Kili Olam Chazdo Vahomer Rabbi Yochanim Malo Nemar Kitov Bodazu. Why doesn't it say Kitov? Just like David Amel said in Tilim, Odul Hashem Kitov Kili Olam Chazdo, over here it doesn't say Kitov. And the reason is, Lufi Shein HaKadosh Baruch Sameach, but Mapalas and Shal Rishayim, because HaKadosh Baruch does not take joy in the downfall of the uh, of the wicked. So that's why it doesn't say in the Hoda'ah for this downfall, Kitov, because there is no element of Kitov in the sense that HaKadosh Baruch doesn't take uh, pride in this. V'am Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Maidichsiv lo karav zeh el zeh kolalayla, by Kriyas Yamsuf, why does the Pasuk say the Olashon of that these, this did not come close to this? Ze el zeh kolalayla, because Bikshu Malachi Ashari Slama Shira, the Malachi Asharis wanted to say Shira Takarish Baruchu, because that's what Malachim do when they say Shira. It says Vikara ze el zeh viamar, that's how Malachim sing Shira. So the Lashon of ze el zeh is meant to bring to mind the Shira of the Malachi Asharis. So that's why he uses such a Lashon to tell us that they wanted to say Shira. Vamar Kodesh Baruchu, Bar Kodesh Baruchu said, I don't want to hear your Shira right now because my Siyadai Tovim Biyama Temomim Shira, because my my creations are drowning in the sea. The Mitzrim, who were very wicked, but uh, and they deserved it, but they were drowning in the sea. And you're going to sing Shira, so that's what it means that the Malachim were not Karvu Zel Zet to say Shira that night because Hakadosh Baruch was not interested in the Shira on that night. So how could it say Kain Yasis Lahara Eschem? Meaning this is one long way of asking the question. Kain Yasis Lahara Eschem sounds like that there is joy in the downfall of the wicked. So says the Gemara Amrav Lazar. Who Enosas Hakadosh Baruch himself does not take pride in the downfall of the wicked, Avalachei but he gives pride to the wicked in their in their plans to wipe out Klal Yisrael. That he gives them a sense of joy in their uh, in their their work in trying to knock out Klal Yisrael. V'daikadami d'chsev kein yasis. It says yasis that he causes uh, simcha. V'loksev yasos doesn't say yasos as in sen- in the sense that he himself has simcha. So shmamina. So we see in fact 
fact, that's what it is, that Kodesh Baruch Hu gives a certain pride to the uh, enemies of Klal Yisrael in their desire to, uh, to, to destroy Klal Yisrael. And then he punishes them for that simcha, he punishes them for that pride. Now this idea that Kodesh Baruch Hu does not take joy in the downfall of the Shoim is quoted by the Beis Yosef in Arachayim Simon Tov Tzadi in the name of the Shibali Aleket, in, this, in the name of a Medrash, that the reason we don't, we're not Gomer Halel all the days of Pesach is because the Mitzram drowned on the last day of Pesach and that we're not supposed to take joy in the downfall of our enemies. And once, and that's what the Taz explains as well, that the reason on Shvi Shal Pesach uh, we don't say Halal Shalem is because the Mitzram were drowning and Kosh Baruch says and once we're not saying Halal Shalem on Shvi Shal Pesach we're also not Gomer on Chalamoid because it doesn't make sense that we're going to be more, uh, we're going to say a bigger Halal Chalamoid than we will on Yom Tov, Yom Tov Achron. So that's and the Maril mentions this reason as well. It's not really the reason given in the Gemara for why we're not Gomer the Halal. The reason given in the Gemara, Masech Sarachin, is because it's not Chalukin B'Karban Oseyan. We bring the same Karban every single day. So in that sense, it's not a new Yom Tov. But that's the reason that the Medrash gives, which relates certainly to this Gemara. So now the Gemara goes on to the fourth way of Darshaning the Megillah, of Darshaning the beginnings of the, uh, of the Megillah. So uh, the, the Gemara tells us, the Gemara tells us that uh, that that Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana Pasuk Lapischlai Parshasa Mehacha. That Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana would, would begin the parsha of the Geras Purim from the following, from a pasuk in from that which it says in Megillas uh, in Megillas Kohelas. Um, the uh, the the uh, is that that which it says in Megillas Kohelas that it says La Adam Shetov Lufan of Nasan Chachma Vdas Vesimcha. So who's Kohelas referring to? Zem Mordechai Tzadik. That's a reference to Mordechai Tzadik who is. Zocha to extra chachma, and through that the simcha was niskayim for all of Klal Yisrael through that nes. Who's that referring to? Zehaman. That's referring to Haman who gathered together this great wealth, and that all came about because uh, through that Hashem brought all of that about. to give this wealth to the person who's tov l'fnei Esther. That's a reference to Mordechai Esther, so that uh, Haman gathered the wealth so that it could then be turned over to Mordechai Esther. because the Pasuk says in Megillus Esther, after Haman and Russia was killed, that Mordechai took over the whole base Haman. So you see that Haman's wealth was gathered only as a way of collecting for Mordechai. So that Mordechai and Esther will take over that wealth. A fifth way of darshaning the Megillah, Rabbi Barofran, he would begin darshaning from the, the Megillah from a Pasuk in Yirmiyahu, where the Pasuk says, that, uh, that my Kise was in Elam, which is Shushan Abiro, which was in the Medina of Elam. Vavanti Misha Melech Vesarim, Melech Zovashti, Melech Zavashti Amalka, um, the daughter of Balshatzar, the king of Bavel. Vesarim Zahaman, and Vasarus uh, Banav, and Sarim is a reference to Haman, who is a great Tsar in the Malchus Achashverosh, as well as Haman's ten children. Now, who was the author of this uh, Drasha? This is Rabbabar. So it says over here, Ofran. So if you look in uh, Tosos, and the bottom Tosos of the page, Rabbar Ofron Garcinan, Velogas Garcinan Ephron, Deshem Rishon Yerka, Velomaski Bishmaihu. That the Gears over here is Rabbar Ofron, he's not Rabbar Ephron, because Ephron was a terrible person. So we wouldn't uh, have an Amora with the name uh, with the name Ephron, or with the name Bar Ephron. So uh, must be that it's a different name, that it's Ofron. That uh, the Gemara Mesachas Yuma tells us, Shem Rishon Yerka, a person's 
is not allowed to name after a, uh, a Russia. There is a sefer called Melechas HaKodesh on Parshas Ve'ishlach. He asks, how could it be that Shlomo Melech called his daughter Basmas? Basmas is the name of the Bas Yishmael, Esau's wife, and uh, you're not supposed to name after uh, after an, an, uh, a wicked person. So he suggests that that which you're not allowed to name after a Russia is Dafka a Russia that's Mizera Yisrael. It's Dafka a Jewish Russia, but non-Jewish Rishayim, you're allowed. It's not. It's not even called that. You're naming after Russia. It's Kaayin Ve'Efes. The Kepehemos Didvu. It does the Russia of Meumus Olam. It will not even go race the issue. So you're allowed to name after such a Russia in the Yafalulev in the in in in, in um, on page Kuf Memches. He says he doesn't understand. How could that possibly be uh, be true? Uh, Adraba. It would be much much worse. You would think to name after a non-Jewish Russia than to name after a Jewish Russia. How could it be that that would be okay? And Adraba, you have a riot from Aratosos that uh, Tosos says it can't possibly be Ephron because no one could give such a name. So you see that even in non-Jewish Russia, you're not allowed to name after uh, Russia. It's not only by Jewish Rishayim that you're not allowed to name after. Okay, Vaitur, the sixth uh, Drasha. Ravdimi Bar Yitzchak, Pascha Pitzchalai Parsha. So he would start, start with a Pascha and say, Fair, Ezra. When was this pasuk fulfilled? When uh, Haman was made exera against the Jewish people, the Hashmid Arugul Abed and Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us a sense of chesed in front of Achashverosh, who's among the Malchei Paras, to be mevatel the exera, and instead la midenu bechayim. So that's what it says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu didn't allow it to happen, and he gave us that sense of chayim, that sense of being able of being able to live. Rabbi Chani. Papa, the seventh uh, drasha, Pasla Piskalaha Parshasa Mehacha. He started with a Paskin Tehillim. Here Kafta Enosh Lorashenu Banu Baeshu Vamayim. So when do we say Baesh? When did, when did we come through Aish? Bimainu Vukhaletsa Rasha, where the Xera was to be thrown into the Kifshana Aish. Anyone who didn't bow to the Tzalim Azav was supposed to be thrown into the Kifshana Aish. Uva Mayim. And when were we supposed to be thrown into the water? Bime Paro, where Kala Ben Ayilod, Yoritashlichu. We were supposed to be any any newborn newborn baby boy was supposed to be thrown into the Nile. That was Bimei Haman, where Kodesh Baruch Hu saved us from the hands of Haman. And then the eighth Joshua, Rabbi Yochan Paschal Piskalei Parshas Mehalcha, he started the Joshua from the following: Zacher Chasve Munas LeVeisrael Ro Kalaf Seiratz Yisshua Sedukenu. So Eimas I Ro Kalaf Seiratz. When did everyone throughout the entire world see Yisshua Sedukenu? Bimei Mor Chayvaster because the Igaros were sent. To the, the letters were sent to the entire world, and everyone knew, Kolav Seyaretz, everyone knew throughout everywhere in the world that there was a great Yeshua for Am Yisrael. Reish Lakish, Paschal Pischai Parshasa Mehacha. Reish Lakish had a ninth way of uh, starting to darshan the Megillah with the Paschal Sefer Mishlei. Arinoim Vidov Shokek Moshal Rasha Al Amdal. So Reish Lakish darshans the Paschal as follows Arinoim, who's the lion? Is that Nebuchadnezzar Russian to say, Allah Ariyemi Subcho? That Nebuchadnezzar is compared to a lion. Dove Shokek, who's the Dove? Is Achashverosh? That's Rabbi Zachashverosh. It says in Sefer Daniel when it talks about the four Chayos that Daniel saw that are Merames to the four Malchios, the four Galuyos. It says Va'aruche Va'achrei Tinyana Dami the Dove. So the a second Chaya Tinyana means a second one, right? That's why you have sometimes you have uh, like the Nedibud as a, a volume two of the Shalos and Shuvas. It's Madura Tinyana, right? They call it Tinyana. Tinyana means the the second one. Sometimes you have.
sometimes you see people who don't know how to pronounce the word and they write it in English. They write Madura Tanina. Now it's not Tanina, it's Tinyana. Tinyana is the, uh, the second one. So, uh, so someone wrote a chuva to be Mataragunas or something and they called it Madura Tanina. So uh, one of the Talmudim of Shakta pointed out if you don't even know how to pronounce the word, probably you shouldn't be Mataragunas. Probably you shouldn't be writing such, uh, such chuvas. So, anyway, so Varuche Varachre Tinyana Tamel Ludov, that it was, uh, that, that, that it was uh, similar to Udov, the Tanya of Yosef, Elu Parsim. This is a reference to the Parsim, Sha'ochim Vishosim Kedov, that eat and drink like a dove, that, that eats so much at one time. Umus Rabalin Basar Kedov, and is fat like a, like a dove. Umagadlin Seir Kedov, and grows as hairy like a dove. Ve'ela Menucha Kedov, and has no rest. Uh, the Parsim have no rest like a dove. A dove, even if it's tied down, is jumping around and trying to, and is, 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 is restless. Sa'achashverus was uh, from Malchai Paras, is called a dove. Moshal Rasha, Zehaman, that's a reference to Haman, who wanted to destroy the Jewish people. Al Amdal Elu Yisrael Shem Dalim in And that happened because we were dal from mitzvahs. We were poor from mitzvahs. And that's why we deserved such a gzeira. Rabbi Eliezer, when he would darshan, Paschal Pischai Parshasa Mehacha would quote Paschim Kohelas, Balsatayim Yimacha Mikra, Vishiflus Yodayim Yidlof Habayis. Or Blazer darshan the Paschal about Gzeris Haman, Vishvil Atzul Shoyelam Yisrael Shalaska Betora, because of our laziness in not being Osik in Torah, Nasa Sonashal Koshbarhu Mach. Therefore, the Sonashal Koshbarhu, which is euphemism for Klal Yisrael, became poor, became impoverished. Where ain't Mach Elo Ani. Mach means a poor person. Shnemar, the Machu Me'erkacha, because the Paschal. In, uh, when it describes the the mitzvah of uh, of uh, a person who says erki alai who, who commits to give his erech to the base of mikdash and he can't afford it, so they have to assess what he can afford. So the pasuk says that im machu So you see, mach means that he's poor. Vein makara elakarosh baruch shnemar makara v'mayim aliyosav. So so because klal yisrael were ba'atzaltayim because we were nisatzel and we did, didn't learn in Torah yimach hamakara hakarosh baruch made it as if he's not able to say. Yisrael, as if he's too impoverished and doesn't have the capability to save us from the Gezerah of Haman. Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak, Paschal Pischalai Parshasam Yach. Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak would start with the Paschal in Tehillim. Shira Malus Lule Hashem Shayilanu Yomarna Yisrael Lule Hashem Shayilanu Bekumal Leinu Adam. So he dashes the Paschal speaking about the Gezerah of Haman who wanted to destroy Am Yisrael because it says Adam Velomelech that who was the one that went that came out against us? It was just a guy. It was Adam. It wasn't a Melech. It says Bekumal Leinu Adam that it wasn't even a Melech. That uh, that went against us. The Maral writes in Or Chadash that the Melech would never do that. The Melech doesn't want to destroy his uh, his subjects. The Melech sometimes punishes his subjects, but ain't Melech below Am to the extent that he wipes out uh, you know some major portions of his own subjects. It's going to detract from his Malchus. So he'd much rather not destroy his subjects. But an Adam, someone who's not a Melech, so he doesn't care. So that's why Haman is willing to destroy the subjects. Rava Pascha Pischai Parshasa Mehacha Rava Darsh from the following. So when Sadiqim rise to Gedula, everyone is overjoyed, and when the Rishayim rise to Gedula, everyone sighs and groans. So Ravadarshan says about the Nase of Purim. That when they were all in the Gedula, everyone was overjoyed. Because the Pasuk says that you see the reaction of the people, that they have an intuitive sense of who's terrible and who's good and whether and that it's going to be good for them when the tzaddikim are rise to prominence and bad for them when the Rishayim rise to prominence. Or Vasna, 
so you see that in Mitzrayim, they, 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 they were punished to be uh, the, this guy that we were that, that we were removed from, that, that they were Choshevra against Klal Yisrael. And uh, instead, they were the ones that ended up drowning in the sea. There, it was their children that ended up in the, in the, in the sea. So too, by the Nase of Purim, the uh, enemies wanted to destroy and kill us. And in the end, they were the ones that were killed, al-Yadeh, the, the, the Jewish people. And then Rav Darsh in the Pasuk, from what it says in the Megillah, that the two Lashonos of Tsar, of anguish, so rather, that's what the Pasuk means, where it says uh, that and the end of the Pasuk is that the Pasuk was fulfilled with the Gzera of Haman, that uh, he was Gozer, that, uh, that, that, uh, that the Jewish people cannot be purchased even as Avadim. Ushmol Amar Shmuel would begin the drush on the Megillah from a pasuk at the end of the Tochacha. Loma Astim Loga Altim Lechalosam, and the pasuk continues. Offer Brisi Yitam Kiani Hashem Elokechem. So Shmuel Darshins Loma Astim Be Yivanim. I didn't completely reject you in the days of Yivanim when uh, they made a gzera against the Jewish people in the days of the Chashmonayim and the Kodesh Baruch who saved us. Veloga Altim Be Nevuchanetzar. I didn't uh, become disgusted with you and reject you in the days of Nevuchanetzar who destroyed the base of Migdash and sent us into Galus. Lechalosam Be Me Haman to wipe us out uh, in the days of Haman where that's what Haman wanted to do. La Febrisi that's in the days of Parsim, because uh, that's Bime Gogu Magog. That's a reference to what's going to happen in the days of Gogu Magog. So, all of the different Galuyos where Kodesh Baruch Hu does not remove his Ashkacha and his Chesed from Klal Yisrael, that even though they all wanted to destroy Klal Yisrael, none of them were successful. But Masnisatana, we have a different Joshua from the same Pasuk. Loma Astem Bime Kazdim, Shamatilim Daniel Hanani Mishal Azaria, who were appointed. Uh, 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 over uh, all of uh, Medina's Bavel, and through that the Bavliim were not able to do to to, to uh, harm us. Lo gaaltem be me yivanim shemadi lehem shimon atzadiv chashmonai yivanim matziokai and gadol. Meaning the pasuk is a reference to the the great defenders of the Jewish people. Each time we were threatened, lechalosem be me haman shemadi lehem mordechai veester that mordechai veester were able to stand up. Meaning Klal Yisrael is provided with the leadership we need in each and every generation. There are many many threats throughout the generations, but Kodesh Baruch who sees to it that we have the leadership that we need in order to be able to withstand all of those threats. La Febrisi Tambi Me Parsiim Shamadilam Shabes Rebbi Bichachme Doros that uh, that it's the base Rebbi and the Chachme Adoros that give a kiyum to Klal Yisrael. Kiani Hashem Elokeim Lo Asadlavo and that's going to be Asadlavo. We're not going to we're we're not going to need intermediaries to save us. But Kodesh Baruch Hu Bichvodav Atzmo is going to bring about the Geula. Shein Kolum Avlashni Cholu Lishlot Bam. Rabbi Levi Amar Rabbi Levi would begin his drush 
Parashos Mehacha, from the fact that Hashem says to the Bnei Yisrael after they pass through the Yardin, that that the Pasuk says, if you don't go and uh, take over the land, so there are going to be thorns in your side, etc. So I believe Darshan that that relates to Purim, because the Gzairah of Haman was also because uh, Shaul had uh, Rachmanus on Amalek, and he didn't kill the Melech of Amalek, and because of that, Haman Arasha was able to be born. So when he started telling the story of the Megillah, he said, you know, the story of the Megillah started way earlier. It started when Klal Yisrael entered Eretz Yisrael, and Kodesh Baruch Hu gave a little Musa Shmuz, and he said, you need to do Kibush Haaretz, and you need to wipe out the nations over here, and if you don't do that, then there's there are constantly going to be a thorn in your side, and this is one kiyum of how they were a thorn in our side, that the Ahaman was able to exist only because Shaul had Rachmanus on Amalek. Rabbi Chia Amar, he began Mehacha, from the Pasuk that it says after that, that it says, so he said that Gezerah was in Skyim and Purim, that uh, there was a Gezerah of, uh, of, of uh, being wiped out, and, and it almost happened. So now the Gemara brought, uh, the Gemara brought all of these psichos that different Amorayim would begin darshaning the Megillah with about the Nes Purim, so now the Gemara starts actually getting into the Megillah. Let's, uh, let's actually read the Megillah, says the Gemara. Achashverosh. So first of all, the name Achashverosh. We already darshaned the words Vayihi Bimei. So now we're up to, we're a daf into it, and we're up to the third word in the uh, in the Megillah. So Achashverosh. Amarav. Achiv Shalrosh ben Gilo Shalrosh. What does that mean? Achiv Shalrosh, Achiv Shal Nuvukhanetzar Rosh. He's like a brother of Nuvukhanetzar Shanik Rosh. Nuvukhanetzar Rosh was called the Rosh. And Amar, because the Pasuk says in Daniel, when, uh, he, did, when he interpreted the dream of Nuvukhanetzar, Antu Resha di Dahava. And ben Gilo Shalrosh refers to Hu Harag, Hu Bikesh Larog. Nuvukhanetzar killed major segments of Klal Yisrael at the time that he destroyed the Besamigdash. Achashverosh wanted to do the same in the Gazer by uh, promoting. The Xer of Haman, who Hechriv. He destroyed, Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the base of Miglash. Who Bikesh Lachriv? Achashverosh wanted to destroy uh, when uh, the, 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 that which Zerubbabel began to build the base of Miglash with the Rashus of Koresh. Shnamor Bamalchus Achashverosh, Betchilus Malchus, Okasvus, Sitna Al Yosha Yehuda of Yerushalayim, that they should stop building the base of Miglash. Shmuel Amar, Shahushru Pneim Shalisol, Biyam of Kishuli Kedera. Now, the name Achashverosh Mirami is something else, that the face of the Jewish people became blackened like the bottom of a pot. Because of the gzeros that that he made against us, Rabbi Yochanan Amar Kol Shazochar Amar Ach Lerosho. Anyone who mentions Achashverus says woe unto himself. So Ach Lerosho is how we comment about ourselves when we think about the terrible sorrows that Achashverus brought about. Rabbi Chanina Amar Shakol Nasu Russian Biyamav. Everyone became poor in his days because he took everyone's money with the incredibly high taxes. Shnei Rabbi Yosem Melch Achashverus Mas. So everyone was crying out Ach because of they were they all became Russian. They all became poor. Who Achashverosh? Who Berisha Mitchlos about Sofa? The the idea that it says Who Achashverosh indicates to us that he was wicked from beginning to end. At the beginning of his Malchus, he uh, he stopped the construction of the base of English, and afterwards he uh, he continued with the Gzerus of Haman, the Hashmadarugula Abed. Who Esav, once we mention who Achashverosh means that he was a Russian Mitchlos about Sofa, who Esav is also who Berisha Mitchlos about Sofa, who Dosan Vaviram, Hey Berisha Mitchlos about Sofa, who Amelch Achashverosh. That uh, he was also a Russia from beginning to end. So just like who, when it comes to Russia, means that they were this, they were equally wicked from beginning to end. By tzaddikim, you have the opposite. Avram, who Avraham, 
who betzidko mitchlas ratzofa. When he was three years old, he was hikir as baro. He recognized Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's what and then besofa also Hakadosh Baruch Hu says about Avram Avinu ki yadatav manasheh yitzavus banavus beso akrav v'shamru derech Hashem lasus dako mishpat. One thing I know about Avram Avinu is that he's going to continue the tradition of belief in Hakadosh Baruch Hu in his old age as well, and to his children and for many generations. Who Aaron and Moshe hein betzidko mitchlas ratzofan that uh, that uh, the, the only chet uh, that they could die for was the Meriva. Otherwise, they were they they didn't make any mistakes. But David, who are katan? David was the katan who bekatnuso mitchlasavatsofo. He retained his anivus. Katnuso is not a uh, it's not a pejorative over here. We're saying that it's a wonderful thing that he remained an anav. He remained uh, humble. Mitchlasavatsofo. Kshem shav katnuso hiktenatzma yitzel mishagad mena b'tora kach b'malchuso hiktenatzma yitzel mishagad mena b'chachma. That just like when he was young, he was makdin himself by uh, for those who were greater than him in Torah. That's a reference to his Rebbe Mephibosheth, the Gemara in the beginning of Brachos, and Avdalid says that he would uh, he completely humbled himself in front of his Rebbe Mephibosheth, so too when he was a Melech, he was makdim himself for those who were greater than him in Chachma. That's a reference to Achitofel. That's a reference to what the Gemara says in the end of Masech HaSukkah and Daphne and Gimel, that when David HaMelech was uh, digging the Shisin for the Beis HaMikdash, the Meyata home, the water started to go up and it was going to flood the whole world. So David HaMelech asked, if anyone knows if it's Mutzah to write the Shem Hashem, on a piece of cheres and to throw it into the Mayim in order that the Mayim should go back to its place. And Achitofel came up with the Kavachomer. He said, if you're allowed to erase the Shem Hashem to be Matil Shalom Ishto by Yisota, so to save Kololum Kulo Kavachomer, you're allowed to write the Shem Hashem. So Dabra Melch accepted that. He accepted that uh, that Kavachomer, and that's uh, his, uh, his accepting the Chachma and his uh, uh, humbling himself in front of those who are greater than him in Chachma. Now the Gemara Dashan is the next word in the Megillah. Hamolech. It says Hamolech. The beginning of the pasuk says Vayihibimei, so it should have said Shemalach because Vayihibimei means in the past. Hamolech sounds like in the present. So Vamrav Shemalach Meatzmo. No, it says Hamolech to indicate that he himself took over the throne, even though he was not Mizera Hamalucha. So Amrilo the Shvach, Amrilo the Gnai. There are two ways to look at that: in a positive for Achashverosh or in a negative light. Amrilo the Shvach. Some say that in a positive light, that even though he wasn't born into it, they couldn't find anyone more qualified than him. But others say it as a Gnaid. He bought his way into the position. He wasn't really right away from Malchus at all. And he ruled over Hodu at Kush. One says that Hodu and Kush were at opposite extremes of the Yishuv, of, uh, of where people live in the world. That they were actually right next to each other. But they both mean the same thing in the following sense. If it means that they were from one end of the world to the other, so obviously it means he ruled over the whole world. But even if it means they were right next to each other, it means to say that just like he ruled over Hodu and Kush, he also ruled over the whole rest of the world. So Rav Shmuel Chadam or Tivsach Pesov Halam Vaz Pesov Halam. One says these are two ends of the world. They are right next to each other. And just like he ruled over Tivsach and Azza, he also ruled over the entirety of the world. Sheva Vesu Medina, 127 provinces. Amrav Chizda Bithila Malachal Sheva, initially it was seven. Ulubasov Malachal Esrim, and then his Malchus expanded to 20 Medinos. Ulubasov Malachal Mea, and then his Malchus expanded to 100 Medinos. Elameata. 
if that's how you're going to make the drasha, how are you going to dash in the way the Torah describes how long Amram lived? It's not, it doesn't seem to be telling us anything. So, no, by Achashverosh it's different because uh, everything it's telling us is, uh, is, is, is uh, the Kray Yiseiruhu, rather. Everything it's telling us is extra. The Pasuk doesn't need to tell us any of it because it already says from there we already learned that he was a Malachan in the entire world, so why then does it have to quantify how many Medinos he was actually Malachan? So Shmami must be that it's coming to tell me the Drasha, that uh, first he was tell- he was Malachan seven Medinos, and then on Esrim, and then on uh, on, 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 uh, on, on a hundred. So Tan Rabban, there are three kings that ruled over the entirety of the world. Uh, so the Gemara explains, how do I know that? When it comes to Achav, we find in the Ksuvim, that uh, we find in the Psukim, that he was Malach al-Kol Olam, because the Pasuk says that Ovadio says to Elio and Avi, Chai Hashem Elokecha, Im Yesh Goyim Amlacha, Asher Lo Sholach Adoni Sham Levakeshcha, that there's nowhere in the world that he's not going to be able to hunt you down. So, and he's going to be Mashbia the Mamlacha, Kiloyim Tzaeka. So, the Lo Dahava Malach Alayu, Hechi Matzim Mashbaluhu. If it's not that he was a Malach over all of these places, there's no way they're going to listen to his Shavua that they have to hand over Elio, that they have to take a Shavua to him. They don't know him anything unless he's the ruler over those places. So you see that Achav ruled over everywhere. Nebuchadnezzar, we also find in the Psukim that he was Malich al Olam because the Pasuk says, So the Pasuk continues, so you see that he, Hashem gave him Memshala over the entirety of the world. Achashverus had the Amar and Achashverus. We already said Tamolich Meholdivad Kush, and that tells me wherever you hold Holdu and Kush are, that tells me that he ruled over the entire world. Okay, so now Simin Shin Samach Dalit Chaf. It's a nutrition for the names of the kings that we're about to ask from Shlomos and Cherev Daryavish and Koresh, because the Gemara says that really Vesuleka. Those are the. It was only those three that ruled over the entire world. Avahaika Shlomo. What about Shlomo Melech and Sefer? The Pasuk says, And we just said the Drasha and Aza are either at opposite extremes of the Yishuv or they're right next to each other. But either way, it means that Shlomo Melch ruled over the entire world. So how come you could say, how can you say that there are only Shlosha Melchu Bekipa? Achav Achasher Shnuvachanetzar, Shlomo was also Melch Bekipa. Says Gemara Lasalik Malchuse. Yeah, but it didn't last. He was he was Yarad Migdulaso. It's the Pasuk in Kohelas. Sounds like in the past there was once a time where I was melech. So that makes sense if you assume that he was a melech and then he became a hediot until the end of his days. I understand why he doesn't get counted among those who are melech al kol but if you hold like the Shita, then he was a Melech, then he became a Hediot, then he became a Melech again. Why doesn't the Tana list that uh, together with the Melachim that were Molech on the entirety of the world? So for another reason, the Tana didn't count him. Because he was Molech over the Elyonim. Rashi understands the Elyonim are the Shadim, as well as the human beings. And uh, his, uh, his, 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 his place of Malchus was in Shemayim 
Shemayim as well. So Shnemar of Yosher Shlomo Kisei Hashem. So his Moshev in Shemayim was called the Kisei Hashem. So there, therefore Shlomo is not mentioned with the other Malachim, not because he was less, but Adraba, because they were, their Malchus was nothing in comparison to his. His was not all, only over the entire world, it was also over the Elyonim. Vava Sancheriv, what about Sancheriv? Duchsev, the Pasuk says, when Sancheriv went to conquer Yushlaim in the days of Chizkiyo Amelech, so Rav Shekei, uh, the Shliach of Sancheriv, said in the name of Sancheriv, Mi Bechal Elohei Aratzos Ha'ela, Asher Etzilu Esartzam, Miyadi, that he's going to, that you now think he's going to save Yushlaim Miyadi. So you see that it was Kol Aratzos, that it was all the, all the, all of the lands that he had already conquered. Ha'yikrushlaim Tlo Kvasha, but wait, there was Yushlaim, that he was not, uh, that he was not Kovesh, that's what the Gemara answers, that that's why Sancheriv doesn't get counted, because he wasn't successful in conquering Yerushalayim. So, Vahiyika Daryavish, what about Daryavish, who's Malachal Kala Olam, Dixiv Daryavish, Malka Kasav Lachala Mamia, Umayav Lishnaya, Didiyarn Bechalar, Shlam Khunyaske, that he sent uh, letters to all the Umos in the entire world to tell them about the Nesar Kodesh Baruch did to Daniel by saving him from the Gov Arayos and uh, to, to command them to serve Hashem and to fear Hashem. So you see that they were all under his jurisdiction, otherwise he wouldn't have been able to give them any sorts of commands about uh, what to do. So the Gemara that even though his his uh, reign uh, was over many many places, there were seven medinos that he didn't quite uh, conquer. That it was 120 medinos, and we know that there are 127 medinos, so there must have been seven that he didn't have. What about Koresh was malich on the whole world? So why doesn't the Tana list him with uh, those who ruled over the whole world? He didn't. He wasn't really malich on all the mamlachas haaretz. He was just uh, talking a big game. He would praise himself by saying that he was malich al kol Sometimes you have people, even though they're world leaders, they have such an ego. They need to talk bigger than they actually are. They need to pretend that uh, that they're uh, they're more than they uh, they they, uh, they actually are. So they exaggerate everything. They exaggerate all their accomplishments and everything that they do. Bayom Mahem, in those days, Kishevus HaMelech, when Achashverosh was on the Kisei Malchus, so Pashtus, from the Lashon of the Pasuk, it sounds that as he sat on the Kisei Amlucha, he made the Mishta. He made that uh, that party. But from the Pasuk afterwards, it sounds like he didn't make the Mishta right away. Uksiv Basrei, Bishnash Sholosh Lamalcha, that it was three years into his reign. So how are we Miyashiv the Stirum Sukim? Did he do this party right away? Or did he wait on this party sometime? So Amarava, Rava said he didn't make the, the Mishnah right away. It was in the third year. My Keshevas, what does it mean, Keshevas? It doesn't mean that right away, as soon as he sat on the throne, it means to say that he was worried that after the 70 years of Gal's Bavl would be up, so the Jewish people would escape his uh, his jurisdiction and they would go back to Israel. But after he waited for the Shnasa Shlishus Malchuso and he saw that the 70 years that Gal's Bavl was supposed to last were over and there was no Gu'ula, so now he was calm and he was confident that there's not going to be a Gu'ula and there's not going to be a Beis and therefore he made a mishta for all of his Sarav Havadav and the Sarya Medinos and he used that in the, the clay Amigdash in that uh, mishta in order to uh, to express his great simcha. Now seven years before that Maisa, Belshatzar, Nebuchadnezzar's son made a mishta for his Sarim and his Avadim and he also took out the clay Amigdash in the Su'uda but he was punished for that and he died that night. So Amar Belshatzar, Belshatzar, uh, so Amar Achashverus said Belshatzar Chashavata'a, Belshatzar made a mistake. He made a, he 
he also tried to make a cheshman of when the 70 years of Gullah's bubble is over, and he thought it was over in his time, but he made a mistake, and that's why he suffered a downfall. But my, my uh, calculation is correct, and therefore I'm not going to make a mistake. So in order to understand any of this, a little bit of history is in order. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar was Melech Bavel, came to Eretz Yisrael and uh, fought wars with the Malcha Yehuda, who were in that uh, time period, and uh, sent them into Gullah's together with Bnei Yisrael to Gullah's Bavel. Those Mulchamos, uh, the uh, lasted for a number of years, and when each time Nebuchadnezzar uh, uh, sent out uh, each time and each each war, he sent out, he, he was able to exile more and more people. So, uh, what were these Mulchamos and these Galuyos that happened? So, in the fourth year of the Malchus of Yoyakim, Melch Yehuda, which was the second year of the Malchus of Nebuchadnezzar, Melch Babel, Nebuchadnezzar came to Yisrael and he conquered Yoyakim under his Malchus, and he sent him out to, to Babel with some of the clay Migdash, but uh, right, right away afterwards, Nebuchadnezzar returned Yoyakim to Yerushalayim to rule over his Malchus and to be uh, his subject. So that Kufa lasted for three years. After those years, Yoyakim uh, had uh, rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar, and he went back to his Malchus for three more years, until Nebuchadnezzar sent, uh, sent uh, troops of Kazdim who were able to, uh, to send uh, Yoyakim back into Bavel. Now during that time, Nebuchadnezzar uh, was Mamluch Yoyakim, the son of Yoyakim, to be the Melech over Yisrael for three months. After those three months, he sent him to Bavel as well. In that Gullus that Nebuchadnezzar sent Yoyakim, he sent the Otsos HaMikdash and the Otsos HaMalchus, and he sent that uh, together with 10,000 uh, people from the Chashuvei Am and the Chachamim and the Giborim, but he left in Eretz Yisrael still the Pshutei Am. He, re- he kept uh, the, the simple people and the weak people in Eretz Yisrael, and he appointed Sidkiyo to be Melech over them. And then after 11 years from the time Sidkiyo took over, Nebuchadnezzar sent him into Gaulus and punished him as well. And he destroyed Yerushalayim in the base of Migdash through Nebuzradan, his Sar, his uh, officer, and then he sent uh, the whatever whoever was remaining into, into Babel, except for a few Aniyim that he left in Eretz Yisrael to work the fields and the vineyards. And that Gaulus Nebuchadnezzar took the clay Migdash that remained, and the Nechoshes uh, of the Amudim and uh, everything else, and he, and he sent that into Babel. So now, now that we understand how many different stages there were in the Gulls, you can see why it's easy to make a mistake of 70 years, because you think like, well, what, what, just count, seven, count to 70, how hard is that to do? Alright, so uh, there was the Gulls started and stopped a million different times. So Mahi, what was the Cheshman of Belshazzar? What was his mistake? That he knew that it was supposed to be a 70 year uh, Gulls, and the Pasuk says uh, in Daniel, the Malos, the so Belshazzar understood that 70 years begin from the beginning of Malchus Bavel. So he counted the 45 years that Nebuchadnezzar was king from the time he took the Malacha um, from the Melech Ashur and he began to, his reign in Bavel. And uh, the 23 years of Evel Merodach, the son of Nebuchadnezzar, plus Belshazzar's own two years. So that's 70 years. He took out the Caleb of the base of Migdash and he started using them. Now, before the Gemara explains what Belshazzar's mistake was, the Gemara explains how do I know how many years Nebuchadnezzar and Evel Merodach were actually reigned? So Nebuchadnezzar, we know in Darbar Shinin Malach. How do I know that Nebuchadnezzar was a 45 year reign? Because the Bryce says, and the, 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 the Bryce of Seder Olam says, when it talks about the beginning of Gaulus Bavel, that we find uh, different uh, markers of time about the beginning of Gaulus Bavel. We find Gaulu Besheva, that was in the seventh year, because the Pasuk says, uh, 
We find Golu Bishmona, Pasuk says in Malachim Beis, that it was Bishna Shmona Lamalcho, Golu Bishmona Esrei, Pasuk in Yermio describes it as the 18th year, and Golu Bitsha Esrei. And we also find in Pasuk in Yermio describes it as the 19th year. So the Chorah, it's a four-way stira in the Pesukim. So how do we uh, make sense of this? So Golu Bishmona Lekibush Yoyakim, the first Golus was in the seventh year of Kibush Yoyakim, in the second year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, he came into Eretz Yisrael, he conquered Yoyakim el Yehuda, and in the seventh year after the Kibush, Golus Yoyachid was the Golus Yoyachid. That was the Golus that's mentioned in Yirmiyo, which is in the seventh year, Shehishmona Levuchanetzar. And that same Golus is mentioned in Sefer Malachim as the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar. So the Golus Besheva and the Golus Beshmona is describing the same Golus. It was the seventh year of the Kibush of Yoyachim, and the eighth year in total of the Malchus of Nebuchadnezzar. And that Golus uh, included some of the Klei Amikdash and 10,000 people from the Chashuvei Ya'am and the Giborei Yisrael. Then the second Golus that it says that it talks about in Sefer Yirmiyahu was in the 18th year of Nebuchadnezzar. It says, Golu B'Shmona Esrei the Kibush Yoyakim. In the 18th year of Kibush Yoyakim, of Nebuchadnezzar conquering Yoyakim, Golus Tzidkiyahu, Shehit Sha Esrei the Nebuchadnezzar was the 19th year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. That was in the second year of his reign that he was Kovish Yoyakim, so it's going to be off by one year. So based on that, that in the Malchus of Evelim Rudolf it began 37 years after Golos Yoyakim. So up until then, the Malchus of Nebuchadnezzar extended. So Timni, you have the eight years that Nebuchadnezzar uh, was 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 ruling before the the Golos Yoyachin, and then it describes Tlasin Vesheva thirty seven more years afterwards. So eight plus thirty seven, Nebuchadnezzar. So that's how we know the Nebuchadnezzar reigned for forty five forty five years. And the fact that uh, Evel Merodach was twenty three years, that's just a tradition. We have a Kabbalah that's true. Vitarti Diday, and then the two years of Belshazzar himself Hashivin. So that equaled the seventy years. So Amar Hashavadi Sulu Mifruki. So Belshazzar said, okay, now it's 70 years into it, there's not going to be a Gu'ula. So he took the Kalim from the base of Mikdash and he used them. That, uh, that's what Daniel is referring to when he talks about how he took all of these Kalim. So that was, uh, that, that, that's what uh, Daniel was, was talking about. And then when Achashverosh took over, Amar Iu Mitata Anachashiv Novloti Ina. So Achashverosh said, "Yeah, Belshazzar made a terrible mistake in his cheshbon. I'm not going to make that same uh, that same mistake because his mistake was that he counted the seventy years from the beginning of the Malchus of Nebuchadnezzar. Miksiv LeMalchus Bavel. Does it say that the seventy years begins from Malchus Bavel? LeBavel Ksiv. It says LeBavel, not Malchus Bavel. My LeBavel, LeGolus Bavel. Seventy years begins at Golus Bavel. Kama Betzirin. How much of a discrepancy is there, Timni? There's an eight-year discrepancy from when Malchus Bavel started to when Golus Bavel started. So Chashavayil Chilufayu. So Chashver started counting those eight years. Chad the Belshazzar, one year of the third year of Belshazzar's reign. V'chamish Daryavish V'Koresh, and five years of Daryavish and Koresh. V'tarti Diday, and two years of his own reign. Hashivin, and that's when he got to seventy years. Kivin the Chazi to Malushim Lo Ifrik Amar Hashavade Sulim Ifriki, and then he saw no Gula came. He said, "That's it. Now there's no more hope for them." Apik Mani Debe Mikdasha. So he took out the Kalim of the base of Mikdash, and he used them, and uh, uh, Basatan, 
Merakid Benein Vahargis Vashti. And then the Satan came and was Merakid Benein, and that's what caused him to kill uh, to kill Vashti. So tomorrow we'll pick up by the question of, but wait a second, didn't he have a good Cheshman? What was wrong with Achashverish's Cheshman? So we'll pick up with that at the bottom of the page tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day, and everyone should be healthy and well.